Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 159, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone. I don't know if Marvin has brought his ultimate pen today, but it is our penultimate day in Romans and our penultimate day in season two before we skip over for a while to season three. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the friendly, curious cow. Okay, so how's the tale today, Marv? Oh, it's fine, Dave. Just a little bruised. A little tender, you know, so yeah, as long as I don't sit on it, I'll be fine. Uh, okay, well, good. But, Marvin, it is Thursday, so, well, how about something interesting to take your mind off it? Oh, yeah, good idea. Bring in the crow. you doing today, Colin? Uh, pretty good, Dave. Yeah, I was just reading a book of interesting facts there. Gotta top up the old supply, you know? Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. Okay, so, Colin, what have you got for us this week? Well, I heard you fellas talking about Marvin's tail. And, seeing we're at the tail end of Romans, <laughs> see what I did there? So, yeah, I thought today we'd have a tail fact. Uh, I see, great. Okay, well, yeah, take it away, Colin. All right, here goes. The longest tail in the world belongs to a giraffe. Yeah, giraffe tail can be up to eight feet long. Oh, wow. That's bigger than you are, Dave. Yeah, it is by quite a ways. Now, that's just by length. If you go in relation to body size, well, then the title goes to some tasty little fellas called Asian grass lizards. Oh, I see. Yeah, their bodies are only around 8 centimetres long, but their tails are about 25 centimetres long. So, yeah, more than three times longer than their bodies. Yeah, if a predator, like an Australian orange crow, grabs them by the tail, which I do frequently, well, the tail breaks off and they can grow themselves a new one. Oh, wow. Well, that sure is a handy trick. Yeah, it's a tasty one too, Marv. Mm, I love lizard tails. Yeah, they taste kind of like popcorn. Want to try one, Dave? I've got some here. Uh, no, that's okay. Thanks, Colin. But, yeah, good job. That was a very interesting tail-based fact. Now, are you good to stick around and read for us today? Oh, you betcha, Dave. I can't wait. Good stuff. Okay, so yesterday, in chapter 14, we heard Paul urge all the believers, again, Jews and Gentiles, to put aside their disagreements and their differences and to be concerned more for each other instead, to work to build each other up. And, you know, he continues to do that in chapter 15. In verse 7, for example, he says, Christ has accepted you, so accept one another in order to bring praise to God. Okay, yeah. And then... Paul talks a bit how God has worked through him, 
how he was sent to tell the good news of Jesus to the Gentiles. But, of course, that work is not finished yet, and so today we'll hear as Paul talks about his plans for the future. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so, well, what are we listening for, Dave? Well, a couple of questions today, but they're both pretty easy. So the first one is, where is Paul on his way to, as he's writing? And then secondly, where does he want to get to eventually? Okay, so where is he going and where does he want to go? Got it. Yep, that's it. Okay, so Colin, today we're going to read chapter 15, verse 24 to 33. All right, you got it, Dave. So Romans chapter 15, verse 24 to 33. Here goes. So, I plan to see you when I go to Spain. I hope to visit you while I am passing through. And I hope you'll help me on my journey there. But first, I want to enjoy being with you for a while. Now, I'm on my way to Jerusalem to serve the Lord's people there. The believers in Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to take an offering. It was for those who were poor among the Lord's people in Jerusalem. They were happy to do it, and of course they owe it to them. The Gentiles have shared in the Jews' spiritual blessings, so the Gentiles should share their earthly blessings with the Jews. I want to finish my task. I want to make sure that the poor in Jerusalem have received this offering. Then I will go to Spain. On my way, I will visit you. I know that when I come to you, I will come with the full blessing of Christ. Brothers and sisters, I ask you to join me in my struggle. Join me by praying to God for me. I ask this through the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pray for me with the love the Holy Spirit provides. Pray that I will be kept safe from those in Judea who do not believe. I am taking the offering to Jerusalem. Pray that it will be welcomed by the Lord's people there. Then I will come to you with joy, just as God has planned. We will be renewed by being together. May the God who gives peace be with you all. Amen. Great. Thanks, Colin. Okay, so Marv, where is Paul going? Oh, he's on his way to Jerusalem, Dave, with that offering. Yep, that's right. And then where does he want to get to eventually? Oh, that was Spain, right? Yep, that's right. So, yes, he was taking that money that some of the Gentile churches had gathered up to help their Jewish brothers and sisters in Jerusalem. And once he has done that, well, then he wants to go to Spain to tell the people there about Jesus. And so he plans to visit the Romans on his way through. Okay, yeah. So, yes, Paul was a busy man. God had given him a lot of important work to do. And we know that he travelled thousands and thousands of miles to tell people the good news. But, you know, it wasn't all down to Paul. It was never Paul's church. It was always Jesus' church, right? Paul was playing his part, but we see in these verses, and Paul clearly knew that all the believers, the whole church, they all had important parts to play. The believers in Jerusalem needed the help of their Gentile brothers and sisters. And as he went about preaching, Paul needed the help of his brothers and sisters. He knew he needed them to pray, to pray for his safety, to pray that folks would welcome and listen to his message. And you see, boys and girls, that's how the church works. All the different parts working together, supporting each other, all for the sake of God's glory. Okay, yeah. So, boys and girls, maybe you will grow up and be a missionary or a preacher, and like Paul, it will be your job to go and stand up and tell others about Jesus. But if that's not you, 
That doesn't mean you don't have a really important part to play. It doesn't mean that you won't be used by God as he grows his kingdom. He uses us all in different ways. But you know one of the most important things that all of us can do? Well, that is to pray. So maybe your church is connected with some missionaries or an organization that sends missionaries to places. Today, when you pray, well, let's join with them as Paul asked the Romans to join with him. Let's pray for their safety as they go. Pray they will be welcomed by the people they meet. Pray God will watch over them and pray that God, by his Holy Spirit, will use them to grow his kingdom. Okay, yeah, I got you, Dave. You know, we were learning about open doors in Sunday school. Yeah, they go places where you might get in trouble for being a Christian or, you know, even owning a Bible. So yeah, I'm going to pray for them. Yep, that's great, Marvin. And boys and girls, who will you pray for? That is it for today, and we will be back tomorrow for our quiz and, of course, to finish up this book of Romans. Alrighty, yeah, we are almost there. Okay, well, have a great afternoon, boys and girls. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.